This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the General Services Administration is rethinking how it'll decide where to build a new FBI headquarters. Two decades of sexual harassment and assault at the Coast Guard Academy have Congress calling for the Inspector General. And 3,000 military reservists might be on their way to Europe. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Monday, July 17th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. Yet another federal agency is clarifying its remote work plans for employees who are already teleworking. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. National Science Foundation employees will be in the office at least four days per two-week pay period starting in October. But the announcement from agency leadership gained pushback from the American Federation of Government Employees. The federal union says NSF leadership made the announcement before negotiating or coming to an agreement with the bargaining unit. NSF says the telework changes will still maintain a hybrid environment, but AFGE is putting together a counterproposal with more flexibilities for NSF staff and considering other legal options. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. Up to 3,000 military reservists could be mobilized under a new White House executive order. Signed Thursday, the order authorized the Defense Department to call up reservists to support military efforts in Europe. The order designates the activity as a contingency operation, which allows the Pentagon to provide pay and support for the reservists as active duty troops. It also provides services and support for the families and dependents of deployed reservists. U.S. military activities in Europe, called Operation Atlantic Resolve, involve training exercises and support for NATO in the aftermath of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The State Department is looking to drive down passport wait times as it deals with a major backlog. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman has more. A State Department spokesperson says passport wait times should return to pre-pandemic levels by the end of the calendar year. Routine passport processing currently takes about 10 to 13 weeks. The spokesperson says hundreds of additional passport services hires are in the pipeline to help drive down a backlog made worse by a surge in travel this summer. The department is also bringing back an online renewal platform next year after beta testing the system. Senator Mark Warner says his office this year has already helped more than 1,500 Virginians get their passports. It shouldn't be your normal course of business that you have to go through your U.S. Senator's office, you know, to get your passport renewed on a timely basis. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Intelligence agencies continue to grapple with rapid advances in artificial intelligence technology. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the latest. The National Security Agency is developing a new AI roadmap. It will incorporate recent developments in large language models and generative AI. Officials say the rapid ascension of ChatGPT and similar models represents both a challenge and an opportunity for the intelligence community. NSA Deputy Director George Barnes. What we all have to do is figure out how to harness it for good and protect it from bad. And that's this uh, struggle that we're having with this whole notion of how do we actually navigate through the power of what this represents for our society and really the world. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. Under a new bipartisan Senate bill, agencies would be prohibited from buying certain products that contain PFAS substances, the so-called forever chemicals. The PFAS-Free Procurement Act 
would bar agencies from purchasing cookware, utensils, carpets, furniture, and other items that contain the PFAS chemicals. The bill was introduced by members of the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee last week. The Defense Department is already subject to the restrictions in the bill, but lawmakers say other agencies need to prioritize PFAS-free procurement to help protect federal employees, contractors, veterans, and other individuals who use their facilities. The General Services Administration is rethinking how it'll decide where to build a new FBI headquarters. GSA says it's adjusting its selection criteria for a suburban FBI headquarters in either Maryland or Virginia. The new criteria place more emphasis on the overall cost at each proposed site and how the location advances the Biden administration's diversity, equity, and inclusion goals. GSA says it'll also place less weight on each site's proximity to the FBI Training Academy in Quantico, Virginia, and the Justice Department's D.C. headquarters. The Coast Guard will initiate a service-wide 90-day accountability and transparency review after reports of years of sexual assault problems at the Coast Guard Academy. At a Senate Commerce, Science and Transportation hearing Thursday, Committee Chairperson Maria Cantwell of Washington said she planned to request an Inspector General investigation into the sexual assault and harassment allegations. The incidents reportedly occurred at the Academy between 1988 and 2006. The service conducted its own investigation in 2014 and found over 60 incidents, but failed to report the investigation to Congress until June. One member of Congress is making yet another push to prevent the return of Schedule F. Senator Tim Kaine filed the Saving the Civil Service Act as an amendment to the Fiscal 2024 National Defense Authorization Act. The bill would prevent presidential administrations from creating new federal job classifications, in effect blocking a revival of a highly debated executive order from the end of the Trump administration. The Schedule F order, now revoked, would have made tens of thousands of career feds easier to fire. For three years, Democrats have introduced legislation to prevent Schedule F's potential return, but so far, nothing has passed. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Monday, July 17, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.